turbulent times call for clear-headed insight. That's hard to come by these days, especially on TV. That's where we come in. Salem News Channel has the greatest collection of conservative minds all in one place. People you know and trust, like Dennis Prager, Eric Metaxas, Charlie Kirk, and more. Unfiltered, unapologetic truth. Find what you're searching for at snc.tv and on Local Now Channel 525. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. Welcome to tonight's Adrian K. Show. Yeah, it's Friday Eve. Thank Jesus. Yeah, but more importantly than that, babies, it is Trump's big night tonight. Thank Jesus. Yeah, and what against the backdrop that the Democrats did not want you to see. They were hoping that they could intimidate him out of doing what he does, which is whatever he wants to do, okay, not follow the conventional wisdom of the GOP establishment and come out and be Trump. And I'm glad to have you guys share this night with me. I appreciate your watching me. He will be speaking, I think in the 7 PM hour. So between now and then it's your opportunity to share with me. What do you expect to hear from president Trump tonight? What do you want to hear from president Trump? What do you hope he does not say? What are you hoping he doesn't say tonight? Cause somebody before the show said, no, I'm hoping he's not going to talk about this. Well, um, the the floor is yours tonight. Give us a call, 888-344-1170. If there's anything that you want to share about Trump's speech tonight, anything you want to share about the Republican convention so far, you can also share those thoughts on Facebook. We are streaming live right now on Facebook at the Answer San Diego Facebook page, and we will also share this into our special little Facebook group called Kaniacs, K-A-Y-E-N-I-A-C-S. You can also email me at com. I continue to get more emails there of show suggestions, ideas, and uh, special requests. And I'm also on Twitter and Instagram, kind of into parlor, and that's about it. Never got into the TikTok. Uh, Tonight's special guest, we've only got one guest tonight because I wanted to leave time in case uh, you guys did want to call in and also time for me to to, uh, get my man in here. Kurt Schlichter is going to be here. I reached out to Kurt because who else can talk about everything from... Trump's speech tonight and his predictions. Uh, Kurt has a great article out right now. He's like the, the I think the most read columnist at townhall.com. And he's got a, he's got an article out today. This is the five reasons that Trump is going to absolutely crush Biden. He's going to be here to talk about that as well as talk about if y'all ain't been paying attention to what has blown up with this Kenosha shooting story blowing up right in the Democrats face. Y'all need to stay tuned because we will be talking about it with Kurt Schlichter, who is also an attorney, and he is also uh, still a, a colonel in the Army. So he's going to be here to share his perspective on all of that. And again, 888-344-1170. Now i got to bring in my man because we're going to be talking about in the open here, as well as with Kurt, is what, what should Trump talk about tonight? What do we expect tonight? 
and or maybe what should he not talk about? And it is, I'm going to be talking about it in a moment with the one and only my man, DJ Tater Skins. Today, I'm proud to announce one of the most important deals in the history of U.S. industries. My administration has reached a historic agreement with a great American DJ Always pleased to come alongside you, Mr. President. And the one thing I hope that you don't talk about is bipartisanship. You need to just hammer what America stands for, what has been making America great the last four years, and mm-hmm. what is going to make America great the next four years. Yeah, I don't want to be hearing none of that B word. That's the kind of nonsense that that that's that's the kind of nonsense that was going on with why we've been getting our teeth kicked in. It's why it, that's the kind of nonsense. That is why President Trump got elected, because and you know that that's what the left wants to hear tonight, exactly because they, they were they were all nostalgic today, so, you know, wishing for the good old days of John McCain, because, see, that was the bipartisanship. When you have a Republican talking bipartisanship, what it really means is capitulating to the left and giving them whatever they want. You know, we do. You look at what's going on with I, what I want to hear tonight. Let me say it this way. What I want to hear tonight from President Trump is more along the lines of what we've heard so far in this Republican National Convention, which is not your grandfather's Republican Party. It is not the party of John McCain. It is not the party of Mitt Romney. If they were still in charge, you would not have heard Abby Johnson up there sharing the reality of what goes on in a late-term abortion. You have never heard a Republican at a Republican convention, that kind of detail. By the way, home run from Pence last night. Yeah, you will not hear... Let me finish about Abby Johnson, though. We'll we'll get to Pence in a minute. You will... She went on to talk about eugenics. And how the Planned Parenthood was founded by a woman, a racist, who wanted to wipe out the, the black race. You did not hear this kind of stuff. You did not hear over and over and over again at any Republican convention in the past, including Mike Pence, who said last night, you will not, the boldness. He, he, Pence said last night, you will not be safe under a Joe Biden America. You would have never heard that kind of language coming out of a John McCain Republican convention. John McCain would not allow Sarah Palin or anybody else to speak the truth as to what the Democrat Party was all about. You heard throughout this week that this election is about fear, about freedom versus oppression. This is you've heard the word communist, that the Democrats are the communist party. That we cannot hand this government over to Joe Biden because it will be then handed over to the to the forces of anarchy and communism. So what I want to hear from President Trump tonight is a continuation of that boldness. But I think it was Ben Dominich in The Federalist said what, what was striking to him in this Republican convention is and one of the virtues of the Trump people at large is that because they have no experience in politics before a handful of years ago, they don't have any of the built-in consultant-based bias that says, this is the thing you say loud, and this is the thing you whisper. And so they say everything in the same volume, which is 11. And it's about time. Imagine if we had had Mitt Romney in 2012 screaming loudly, we cannot have another four years of this Barack Obama who allowed our American citizens to be slaughtered in a terrorist attack that could have been prevented. Imagine if we had had Mitt Romney speaking out against the communism, the Marxism that was at play, obviously, with Barack Obama. So what do I expect to hear from President Trump tonight? What do I want him to say tonight? I want him to, what I don't want him to say is what the left wants him to say. There's pressure for him today to come out and give a message of unity. What does unity mean to the left? Unity means that President Trump should come out tonight and kowtow to Jacob Blake's family. No. That he should kowtow to the Black Lives Matter movement, and co- which is a Marxist movement. That, he, that The definition of unity always, 
on the part of the Democrats is the same definition of intolerance. It means it means acquiescing. It means capitulating to whatever demand they have that that uh, they put a gun to our head and make demands on policies and demands of entitlements and uh, reparations and uh, whatever whatever in a policy that they want to have. And you're expected to just give it over. And if not. Uh, they get to call you a racist or homophobic or nationalist or whatever. So, I, and I, what I, and I don't expect to hear Trump do any of that. I expect him to come out and continue to to talk about what we've what we've heard. I expect him to come out and wrap up this week that's been about the greatness of America, the land of opportunity, the land of heroes, the land of promise. To wrap up everything that we've heard around the message of unifying this country around indiv- what's made it great. Individual liberty, individual responsibility, equal opportunity for all, regardless of color, not not equal outcomes guaranteed, not special, not special uh, accommodations to some group because they feel like their their uh, people were uh, got got some bum deal 200 years ago. But equal opportunity for all, regardless of skin color, Um, freedom of religion. For all freedom of speech for all, as uh, uh, this young man last night, Madison uh, Cawthorn, spoke so so eloquently. I I would like to, Trump basically to piggyback off of him, who said that this is about a new um, a new freedom. Uh, um, I think he called it the Freedom Square. Uh, it is in which a new town square in which you don't have to apologize for your beliefs or coward coward to a mob that we kneel before God and we stand for our flag and that we become uh, we re-embrace liberty and freedom. And that's what I think the message that needs to be from President Trump. And it's a message basically for all Americans. And, and, and as as this young man said last night, Madison Cawthorn, who was the man who, who uh, was paralyzed waist down, who stood for the flag, he went on to say uh, that it's uh, that this new town square is about Martin Luther King's legacy, that the left had been rejecting the left's message today. And their mob today is a rejection of Martin Luther King's uh, speech, which is about equality for all of us. And that that's what the new town square is, that Martin Luther King's speech of uh, the American dream is for all Americans. And that's what I would love President Trump to unify Americans around. And, that, and he will, because that's really what his message has been. And, and, and also continue to talk about, then get into shift into policies and a continuation. I want him to go through in painstaking detail. As Jack Brewer talked about last night, the former NFL player who said that President Trump was the first black president, that his actions, what his actions have done for black Americans in this country. He talked last night, Jack Brewer talked about what a disservice it was. He didn't use the word abuse, but how disgusting it was to, for the media and the Democrats to continue to lie to, to, to lie to young black people about who President Trump is and what he's about and that he's racist and continue to further the lie about what he said about Charlottesville instead of sharing the truth about what President Trump has done for black Americans. Through the First Step Act, through funding historical black colleges, opportunity zones, and on and on. I think it's going to be a phenomenal speech tonight, but most importantly, it, it will be phenomenal if it represents, if it's Trump, if it's Trump being Trump, because that's what people voted for in 2016. That's what Americans are desperate to have again is a continuation of that. Any final thoughts, uh, 
potato skins before we go to Kurt Schlichter? No, I agree with you 100%. I've actually already been thinking that. I want to see a less polished speech. I want to see him go off the cuff a couple of times and just speak his heart. And I mean, that's what everybody loved in 2016, that fiery spirit that came from his belly that he was fighting for this country and everybody wants to see that again i don't want to i don't want to see these polished remarks and um you know where he sounds like a politician i want trump i want him to shred joe biden i want him to talk about hashtag where's joe that's been trending all day today because who's delivering the rebuttal tonight it's kamala harris it's not joe biden where is joe Where's Joe? Hashtag where is Joe? He's in his basement. Yeah, I want want him to talk about that. I want him to bust the fact that only now the Democrats are coming out and renouncing the violence only because it's attacking their poll numbers. Uh, Yasmin uh, agrees with you, something you said to me before the show, and then we got to go to Kurt Schlichter. Okay. She said that she does not want to hear about the COVID vaccine because it is poison. It's poison, and it's mainly to benefit Gates, Fauci, and Soros. Um, I think I do expect, I don't want him to talk about it, Yasmin, but I expect that he will. Um, because there are many Americans who actually um, want a vaccination. And, yeah, and like Pence, that was my one thing I didn't like that he brought it up. But again, like. like you said, a lot of Americans do want it, so I see why he did it. But it, it, And so I'm okay if he mentions that they're working on a vaccination, just like people get the flu shot every year. I, but I think, I think it would be important for him to uh, say that it should, it, it's available by choice. For adults Amen. that want it and speak out against the tyranny of forced vaccinations. I'm past the point of a break, so we're going to take a break. When we come in, come back, we're going to bring in Kurt Schlichter, town hall uh, columnist, as well as author of the book, The 21 Biggest Lies About Trump and You. Stay tuned. We're Andrew K. Show coming up. Be sure to follow Andrea Kay on Twitter at Andrea Kay Show. And follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea Kay. Spelled K-A-Y-E. A-K, dynamite and address, or just Andrea Kay. Whatever you call her, don't call her fake news. It's the Andrea Kay Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. It's Trump's big night. All eyes on Trump. And let me tell you, CNN right now, you look up, they are they are just apoplectic. They are just about to just lose their minds. They know they know what's coming. Well, right, well, even before that, they got on there that they are seeing fifteen hundred people there. Most of them are not in masks, and they are not properly distancing themselves. I God mean, bless them. Now they want to call in the national guard. Uh, joining me now to discuss tonight's big, Trump's big night tonight, and the five reasons that Trump is going to crush Biden is the man who wrote that article himself, Kurt Schlichter. Uh, I think he's the most read town hall. Uh, dot com columnist. If not, you know he can. He well, can... I damn well should be. I'm amazing. <laughs> I got to tell you, I'm watching the RNC because I'm going to be doing some uh, Salem Town Hall commentary at about seven o'clock after your show is over. I invite everybody to join me and Larry O'Connor for that. Uh, after, after, yes. But uh, uh, I'm, I'm watching Ann Dorn right now, the widow of. Uh, uh, St. Louis Police Captain David Dorn, who was murdered by peaceful protesters. I guess their prote- uh, their peaceful protest intensified, uh, and they murdered him. And uh, she's breaking my heart, Andrea. And I know, you know, I'm a lawyer. I don't have much of a heart. Well, holy cow! This is, <laughs> Whatever. What you is, have left of it is is yeah. It's it's hard to watch. I've got the sound off, and I'm I'm getting choked up looking at her. It's it's, yeah, it's tough. It's, this has been. Uh, look, I was going into the Republican National Convention. Thinking this is going to be a batan death march of hack politicians wheezing out tired cliches. 
I don't think the Republicans can pull it off. They did the first night. I was like, okay, I don't know if they can do it a second night. They did. Yesterday was a grand slam. Uh, this has been fantastic. I don't know if you saw the Utah Attorney General, uh, who uh, whose family escaped from tyranny, uh, who came here, and it, it just uh, this is just fantastic. This is Andrea. This is the party I want to be in. Yes, these are the people I want to be with. Yes, and I think that that message is I, I think it's resonating. You haven't seen a poll in about a week, have you? You haven't seen one of those. Trump's (laughs) behind 50 points. You know why? I can guess why, because they don't like what they're seeing. And when they got yesterday, the the tepid Democrat, well, we should should stop, you know, the violence in the city is on a stop. You know, the polling was, uh, you know, below subterranean. Well, yeah, um, and which is why uh, Joe Biden is is I, I guess he said that he's now he's going to get out and he's going to go to Wisconsin. But then but then, you know, why is Kamala Harris given the rebuttal tonight? Yeah, where is Joe? Why? You know, where's Joe? You know, where's Joe? Was, yeah, Joe, was, well, Joe's, was Joe's, going, to, Joe's going to Wisconsin. <laughs> uh, well, yeah. Wait, if Joe could stop it, why didn't he go to Wisconsin three months ago? They're his voters. They're his voters. There's not a one of them is going to vote for Trump. Not a one. Well, um, so we can we can agree here, as many people have, that this is they're knocking out of the park, which is why they're lamenting today. The left is that, you know, the, where's John McCain when we need him? You know, because you're right. I said yesterday I was on Newsmax for an hour and I said that this is not your grandpa's Republican Party. This is not the party of John McCain and Mitt Romney. They, they, there's nothing they love more than a dead loser. Yeah. He lost the election. <laughs> And they love that. They they like Reagan a little less simply because he's merely dead. Yeah. Well, do you think uh, that- and, and Mitt Romney might as well be dead? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, well, I, yeah. all Sorry, right. So, crazy. well, OK, so I, there's every night has been so much better than the last that I can't even think about who my favorite is anymore. I thought it was Maximo Alvarez, who's still who is still um, my breakout star uh, because he, I mean, he, he was so, he, he was crazy you know, every, fierce. Everybody's got one. Well, I mean, there are there are moments in here. I'm just sitting here. Look, I'm I'm you you your listeners know I'm a, I'm guest hosted. I'm a cynical guy. <laughs> I'm, I'm not a I, you know I'm not a pushover, and I live to beat up Republican establishment people. I've been in a running Twitter war with the NRCC, which of course I won when yes. they changed their policy about those idiotic texts. Yeah, it was crazy. Um, but. Uh, uh, I gotta tell you, this is fantastic. They are hitting it out of the park. Well, what, did you did, did you see the 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 the, the African American ladies uh, uh, talking about Section Eight housing in New York and how Trump's coming in and really solving problems? And that one lady saying, "I don't understand why we're Americans here. You know, Black Americans can wait ten years to get on a housing list, and then they put illegal aliens in. I don't understand that. And it's like, my gosh." My gosh, welcome to the Republican Party. I am I, I am so freaking glad to have you here. Well, but the thing is, is that these these are stories. What as much as I'm loving this, I'm wondering why hasn't the Republican Party been telling these stories? Why has the Republican Party done nothing but talk tax cuts that don't mean anything to the average because worker? Been, because they were full of globalist losers who held normal people in contempt. And you and I go back to D.C. You and I used to, you know, over time we've dealt with these folks. Yeah. And until until Trump came in, there was a lot of well, you know. 
those those rubes out there, you know, they'll come around at voting time. But, you know, what's really important is what the Washington Post says. I want to get a nice, you know, a nice write-up in it. I don't want them saying mean things about me. Mm-hmm. And, and and that's just dead. It is dead. I mean, this- that is dead. Look at that. Our future is Rick Grinnell. Our future is Christy Nome. Our future is, is, is people like uh, Attorney General Ray's. That's yeah. our future. Our there, future is uh, Congressman Burgess Owen. Yeah, that's the, our future is Republicans. Yeah, and it's and it's a completely different party. The the it's it, the Republican Party is the party of the working man. It's the party of that lobster yep. fisherman. It's the party. Yep. It's the party of that tin knocker who said we can't hand this government. They gave this the the average Americans that they brought forth have given specific examples. That's what was needed yeah. versus just having them stand behind John McCain or Mitt Romney at a photo op. The, the Republican Party yeah, is yeah, and proven. then he gets him. Then they get in a limo and leaves, right. and then pretty soon another limo pulls up and says, "Oh, you're all fired. Your jobs are going to Oaxaca. Don't worry, learn to code." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, vote Republican again. I'm off to meet with the Chamber of Commerce about importing more illegals. Right. I, I knew Mitt Romney had lost when he said that, he, and everybody said that he won the debate. But when he said, "I'm going to be okay." If 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 Obama wins and I don't win, if Obama wins re-election and I don't win, I'm going to be okay. My family's going to be okay. Obama's going to be okay. I, it's the middle class that are going to suffer. It was so pandering. And w- but what it also said was that he didn't care. You when you tell the American people I'm going to be okay, like I don't care. You you've got to give people a reason to vote for you. And you look at this Republican convention this week, and it has been reason after reason after reason. It has been policy after policy after policy, action after action after action. Showing yep. how he has helped the average American and then painting a contrast against what the future will look like with the Biden-Harris uh, presidency. Tell everybody what you want to hear from Trump tonight. Oh, my gosh. I just want Trump to be Trump. He's going to come out. Look, this is a master showman. He is the best politician of our generation. We had Ronald Reagan and then after him, Bill Clinton. You got to give him props. He was a great politician. Yeah. Uh, not a great person. Uh, Donald Trump understands how to communicate and he is a salesman he is going to sell america on four more years and i don't mean that in a bad way i mean that in the best way because so many every every small business person's a salesman every one of them you and i are salespeople. when we go out there and and sell what we have uh he's going to he's the bat master he's the best and he's going to get up there and he's going to sell america on four more years and he's going to make a compelling argument that he's going to close the deal. He can have a coffee because coffee's for closers. It's the Cadillac, <laughs> not the steak knives, not your fired. It's his Cadillac. That's what he's going to do tonight. Let's talk, shift gears, and I want to talk about this Kenosha shooting story that is blowing oh. up. Okay, they thought they had a poster child of white supremacies, uh, white supremacist seventeen-year-old, uh, gut just gunning down, you know, innocent people in the streets, and that's not how the stories turned out, is it? No, it isn't. Um, And and that doesn't matter to them. Remember, the media and the Democrats will lie. But he's a right supremacist. He's not. I mean, just objectively isn't. And he he did. Right. And he did not just go start gunning people down. No. Uh, What happened was. No, he was he was threatened the first time and he shot a guy in the head. He uh, uh, attempted to get out of the area to go towards the police. Uh, two guys fall. One tried to brain him with a skateboard. He died. Uh, I think I'm not sure if that guy or the first guy was the pedophile. 
Maybe he was the domestic abuser. And then the next guy uh, had a Glock in his hand. And, uh, well, let's just say the kid disarmed him with a pretty incredible <laughs> shot. Um, I shouldn't be laughing. And, How do you make me laugh at a shooting? Because I'm freaking hilarious. <laughs> oh uh, and, and Andrea, you know. He uh, didn't. Guy, let me guy, correct you, though. He didn't disarm and the arm is still intact. But the idiot was dumb enough. Laugh. He's dumb enough. And when you can see the videos, you can see that he's got a handgun. Okay. Yep. Then, he's then idiot. He's got a Glock. Then fool is at the hospital with a buddy of his, and they start yep. tweeting out that he's just sorry oh he didn't. God. He didn't actually kill the seventeen-year-old. Oh basically, gosh. making his case for self-defense. I'm, I'm, I'm like, you know, I'm a lawyer. I'm not a criminal lawyer, right. but. Uh, uh, even I think I can handle this one myself. I mean, the lawyer's got to be going there. What next? It's all on video. <laughs> the New York Times had to b- broke it down by frame and basically said, "Well, you know, they're trying to they're trying to hurt this guy, and you're allowed to you're allowed to put a bullet in someone if they're going to cause a great bodily harm. You just are." And you know, the kid went away, went to the cops. Cops just said, "Now we're, we're you know, they, they went on. He went home." Um, I, I, uh, first degree murder is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is idiotic. Uh, frankly, I, I think he ought to get a medal. Uh, look, I, you're not going to get any tears from me over a guy who shoots a pedophile. Well, yeah, well, the one that he shot, another one, one of the ones that he killed was... The skateboard guy um, was killed, and uh, his background included charges of battery and repeated uh, domestic abuse. What are we going to do about skateboard violence in this country? What are we going to do about skateboard violence? Yeah, we need skateboard control. And, uh, you know, there's a reason they carry them. They're heavy, and they're big, and they cause a lot of damage. And if you're swinging at that somebody's head, you know, you, you are putting yourself in danger of being met with deadly force lawfully. Uh, I, I expect those charges to be changed rapidly. Uh, and his lawyers just got to be sitting there going, this is, a, this is a great case. And you know who yeah, that is, right? Take that to a jury in Kenosha. Do you know who they that? Might, they might vote him a medal. Right. And you know that his attorney, who's jumped in to represent him, is Lynn Wood. What? Yes. I did not know that. Lynn Wood. And Lynn Wood oh, was... Tw- well, yeah. let's put this... Yeah, okay. <laughs> Lynn, Lynn Wood is... Thank uh, yes. Yeah. Uh, For those who don't know, Lynn Wood is the one who represented Nicholas Sandman. Okay, Uh, and got and got got quite the settlement for CNN as well as Washington Post. I believe he's gotten multiple uh, settlements. Um, Yeah, he's got a couple settlements. And look, winning a defamation case is hard. I've done it. I won multi million dollar once. I also uh, successfully defended Ben Shapiro. Uh, with you know, with a legal team uh, in uh, Texas, when clock boys sued him, I know how hard those cases are procedurally. So Linwood—they are the most difficult kind of civil case, and Linwood didn't even have to litigate it. He set it up so they just rolled. Yeah, here's what Lynn Wood said today. Thanks to all thanks to all freedom-loving Americans who responded to requests for contact information on Kyle Rittenhouse. We have connected with families, uh, Kyle's family, and help is on the way. He will have excellent legal representation. We owe him a legal defense. Many others will need your help in coming days. Stay strong. Continue to speak truth. Continue to demand justice under our Constitution. Continue to be fearless. Most important of all, continue to pray for your fellow citizens. Pray for our president. Pray for our country. And always, always, always fight back we are not going quietly into the night we are americans that was linwood oh i'm inspired i know i that god guy, bless that man mm. thank goodness thank yeah. goodness and uh uh i i think we will see a uh a, a fair and just resolution look i don't really look two guys are dead and our guys guys aren't blown to bits 
I think there's definitely got to be some sort of investigation. We need to look at all the facts. But the left jump to conclusions, we've seen a lot of the evidence now. We will see more. It's looking to me like these were uh, legitimate uh, uh, uses of deadly force. You know, you, you got to be accountable for your action. I highly recommend. You know, you don't go looking for trouble and you walk away when you can, you know, like the gambler. Right. Well, I also uh, highly recommend that if you're a Democrat, what about these Democrat mayors and governors uh, and sheriffs? How about would any of this had happened if they had done something to stop the violence in the rioting in the streets? Absolutely. Uh, the uh, look and, uh, uh, you know, the president offered National Guard support uh, paying for it. They were under gov- the governor's control. Now, I know a little about it. I commanded a unit at the Kearney Mesa Armory. I was deputy commander of the brigade headquartered there, and I commanded during uh, northern San Diego during the uh, uh, San Diego fires. My, my unit was in Escondido. I had two battalions. So I know a little about National Guard support and civilian operations. And uh, we rolled out of Los Angeles three hours, 53 minutes after I got my phone call. When I was sitting in a suit and tie in Manhattan Beach and my headquarters was out in Ontario, if you don't know the geography, mm-hmm. that's about two and a half hours in regular traffic, not not burning, slip falling from the sky traffic. Um, so a National Guard units know how to get out there and we know how to regulate if we're allowed to. The governor, commander in chief, failed to do it. Mm-hmm. He failed to put enough force out there and put these people away. Yep. All right. Well, Kirk Schlichter, tell everybody how they can listen to uh, your commentary on Trump's speech tonight. Oh, go to town hall tonight and uh, ju- just look at the uh, there's a special banner up there. Just hits me and Larry O'Connor. Uh, you know, watch your ears. It's uh, not necessarily a compliant, <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, it, it's going to be great. And, uh, of course, always listen to Andrea Kay because she's the best. Well, thank you so much. We didn't get a chance to talk about it. So you guys go read his article on Town Hall, the five reasons uh, that uh, J- Trump is going to crush uh, Joe Biden, mainly because, number one, Joe Biden is Joe Biden. All right. Thank you for being here. <laughs> thank you for being here, Kurt Schlichter. Have a good one. All right. We are running way past the point of the break, but Schlichter is worth it. We're going to take a skinny one and we'll be right back. Andrea K. Follow her on Twitter at Andrea K. Show. And like her Facebook fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K A Y E. You're listening to The Andrea K. Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. It's about uh, 18 minutes until President Trump gives the speech of his lifetime. And I cannot be more proud of the fact that he chose to do it on the South Lawn of the White House, in spite of the fact that the Democrats, oh, how could he? He's using the bully pulpit. Hey, is it a news flash to anybody that he's president of the United States? Everything that they do affects their reelection. Like Obama, what, Obama did nothing but campaign for four years. Obama had the audacity to go and fist bump people at a re-election rally while bodies lay bleeding out in Benghazi after a terrorist attack. Don't be yammering to me that you got a problem with him being in the White House tonight. I love it, and I love the fact that he did it. The very fact that he chose it says that he is back in 2016 mode, babies, and I just cannot wait to hear what he has to say tonight. Um, And I hope that he is as harsh um, uh, on Joe Biden and the Democrats and as truthful and as bold as everybody else was this week. Just like good old Um, Rudy Giuliani 
Exactly. You go, Rudy. Yeah, you go, Rudy. Um, I, I, and I'm hoping that it, one of the things that he talks about tonight is uh, while we are a republic of states, I hope he calls out these Democrat governors for the destruction, how they're destroying. Businesses are being destroyed by Democrats in two ways. One, uh, in the riots. And, and, you, and I have to believe that you Democrat mayors and governors want these businesses to be destroyed. Otherwise, you would have done something to stop it when you could. I also understand that they want these businesses to be destroyed under these uh, shutdowns uh, using the excuse of the coronavirus. KUSI, Sasha Fu from KUSI tweeted out, one economist forecasts a slow economic recovery in San Diego County until there's an effective vaccine. Not just a vaccine, but an effective vaccine. Oh, no, Sasha Fu. It has nothing to do with a vaccine. It has nothing to do with coronavirus. The economy will be a slow recovery because we still... We still do not have a full reopening, and there still cannot be a full reopening without the stupid, moronic, unscientific masks and six-foot distancing requirements, which are nothing but regulations meant to continue the economic crippling. And I hope President Trump addresses it tonight because it's insane. American Airlines said a couple days ago they're asking for another $25 billion because airlines are being crippled, in part because who wants to sit for eight hours on a plane with a mask on their face? But if you can sit like a, in a, like a sardine in a, in a plane with a mask on, there's no excuse for why bars are not open. No excuse for why churches are not open at this point. So I hope Trump talks about it. Getting back to don't and and let me tell y'all, don't be fooled. I hope he calls out the left for their lies, pretending that they that they that they've been calling for an end to these riots all along. Not only have they not been calling an end to the riots, they are coming forth with legislation across the country to continue to hamper continue to encourage these riots and the destruction of property. San Diego's own Nathan Fletcher's wife, Lorena Gonzalez, has come out with some bill that she's introduced, the Build on California's Historic Police Use of Force Standards uh, bill signed into law last year. What she wants is she wants um, the police to be instructed that they cannot use, um, oh, it's so long. It would prohibit the use of any, quote, kinetic energy projectiles or chemical agents. Um, uh, they can only use these to protect peoples, not protect property. So in other words, her bill means that no police could use any means to stop anybody from burning down a business or destroying property. They can only use force to protect lives. And even then, they've got to be able to say uh, why uh, justify the per, uh, justify the use against an individual. So if they're going to use force against an individual writer, they basically got to, to justify it and I guess submit the name of the person and and some form or something to uh, to state why they're using force against that individual. So do I like not, the Fletchers even less now. Yeah. So do not tell me that the Democrats are now, oh, oh, they've been coming out all along, they're saying today, against these riots. They're only supporting the peaceful protest. The destruction of somebody's personal property, the destruction of their business is a destruction of their life. And oh, by the way, they're beating up business owners who dare to try to get in the way of them destroying businesses. And one business owner was went viral today. Uh, who was like, do you guys want Trump to get reelected? Look at what you're doing. In Virginia, uh, the Virginia Senate passed a bill allowing uh, a, the assault of a police officer to be a misdemeanor, now not a felon. So you can actually, so they're encouraging the destruction of property and encouraging assaults on police officers. At the same time that they uh, that they are 
turning um, criminals who are resisting arrest into heroes. Let me tell you, I don't have a problem. To me, as, as a friend of mine said on Facebook, resi- uh, 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 to be um, the act of being placed under arrest is not a negotiation. It's not. When you're being placed under arrest, you don't, it's, it, you don't have, you, uh, you do not have, it's not an argument. It's not a debate. It's not a negotiation. You must submit. Comply or be willing to take a bullet. Hey, guilty I, or innocent, you go. You, when you're being placed under, direct, under arrest, it is not a negotiation. And in my mind, any resistance that results in, in a bullet fatal or, or otherwise into your spine is justified. You don't want to be shot. Don't resist arrest. I am so sick and tired of people trying to turn these, uh, these criminals who are resisting arrest into victims. And oh, by the way, the NBA or the, or the baseball leagues who aren't playing uh, games because yet again, some criminal who had 911 called on him because of a domestic abuse, he was in somebody's home when they were trying to get him out of there, who had been tased and was still resisting arrest, deserved a bullet. But you did any of you NBA players, any of you ba- Major League Baseball players who refused to play a game, did any of you decide not to play a game when a five-year-old was executed by a black man on his tricycle? President Trump correctly said today that the NBA is a political organization and they need to be called out for that. And he said uh, they're a political organization. That's not a good thing. I don't think it's a good thing for sports or for the country. No, of course it's not. And to some coach that was crying, uh, the, when, we just love this country so much and we just never get loved back. When are you ever going to call out these people for contributing to their own deaths or their own, uh, uh, their own uh, injuries. Tonight, the father of Jacob Blake is crying out, I don't know why my son, he's in handcuffs. He shouldn't be cuffed to his hospital bed. He's cuffed to his hospital bed because he got shot because he not only resisted arrest, he got in a fight with cops. They couldn't take him down with a taser. And he was caught with a knife on him. He's lucky he's alive. Be glad your son is alive. And why don't you give a warning to other families out there and say, tell your sons that whether or not they think that they are being arrested for good cause to comply. We're going to take a break. When we come back. We're going to wrap it up. When we come back. We've actually got a feel good story for you guys. We're going into tomorrow's Hero of the Week and Stink of the Week with a nominee for Heroes. Wait till you get a load of this story. You guys are going to love it. Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show. And follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K-A-Y-E. News, politics, and current events. It's the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Whew. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. I'm glad to wrap on a high note. Can't wait to get out of here and listen to President Trump tonight. Um Wow, I was looking up during the break, even without the sound, to see the the parents of Kayla uh, Muller, who was kidnapped by ISIS and killed. The father holding up her picture just about killed me. And I didn't even hear what he had to say. Um, uh, President Trump, of course, uh, did what uh, Obama never did. He took out uh, Islamic terrorists. But let's end on on a good note. Sean Davis from The Federalist tweeted out, you're going to love this potato skins. He said, say what you will about the NBA, the NHL, and the MLB. It was uh, really thoughtful of them to clear the decks tonight so everyone could watch Trump's speech at the RNC (laughs) instead of sports. I love that. Um, 
uh, now I, they're showing uh, Alice Johnson. Here's a good, good feel good story. And by the way, if you want to feel good physically and be able to fight off any cold or, or, or not, I wouldn't say any because I can't guarantee that. But I know that I haven't had a cold in eight months now. Balance in nature. People asking me, do you really take balance in nature? I do. Ten, I get 10 servings of 31 or 35 different fruits and vegetables, 31 different fruits and vegetables every day. And I got to tell you, now I understand why fruits and veggies make all the difference, but I can't eat 31 fruits and veggies throughout the day. So I take my Balance in Nature, go to balanceinnature.com, use the discount code HEALTH, free shipping right now, 35% off your first preferred order. Take Balance in Nature, do something good for yourself. Um, okay, speaking of feel good, take your Balance in Nature, but you got to work out, right? You know how the Dems have been shutting down gyms? Yep. Well, there's a New Jersey gym that declared themselves a campaign office. <laughs> <laughs> So they can skirt the lockdown order. It's true. Ian Smith and Frank Trombetti, they co-own Atlas Gym in New Jersey. They've partnered with the U.S. Senate Senate candidate to declare their gym an official campaign rally location. And so that's going to, um, it's like Checkmate is is the article, the name of the article. Today hey, word, the word to the gyms in uh, San Diego. Get on this. Yeah. What a great idea. Churches, anybody else. It says it wasn't intended to become political. We were trying to offer a solution to a problem where the government was failing and it turned political. So um, now they have it. Now they've got an opportunity to that's you know, great. to have people come and keep open, have people work out, take care of themselves, help support a candidate that they love. And, you know, it's absolutely brilliant move. I mean, it shouldn't come to this, you know, but, but, you know, the, oh, but it's super creative, but it's super creative. And it just goes to show the American spirit, the entrepreneurial spirit. I love these guys so much uh, for this. But I'd really hope that president it's a reminder of what uh, Maximo Alvarez was saying. You know, he talked about how Castro was seizing and taking over businesses and industries. It doesn't matter what the reason is when you when you were dictating to a business whether or not they're even allowed to open. You've basically taken control of the business. This is communism. And it doesn't matter whether it's under the guise of of um, public health or not. You you're st- you've stolen somebody's business as a government. You seize the business, and it's and Trump needs to to address this. I don't know if he will or in what way he will tonight, because um, tonight's really about rallying the base. Um, but I hope he I hope he mentions it. Um, if, I think- if it's even half as good as Pence was last night, he's going to do fine. Yeah, this guy Smith said from the gym, he said, I'm not afraid of tyrants. No American should be because we outnumber them greatly. And the only thing that they run off of is fear, which is why you see what you see in the media, where they're pumping fear into the coronavirus when they should be pumping solutions. Uh, They don't do that. They don't ever offer solutions. It's wear a mask, shut up and wait for a vaccine. That's not public health. And I won't subscribe to it. So there hasn't been a whole lot of talk about the pandemic. Uh, this week, uh, hopefully Trump will tout what he's done uh, with fighting the coronavirus, but hopefully he will balance that with some talk about freedoms to see Alice Johnson up there tonight. I think they've done an amazing job of weaving, uh, showing just to round it out what Kurt Schlichter and I talked about earlier and what I talked about at the open, the greatness of America, how it is great for all Americans of every color and every strife and how President Trump has has from policies for lobster people, policies for African-Americans, policies for single mothers, policies for those suffering from cancer. He has done everything he could from foreign policy to put America first, and he will continue to do so. I love you, President Trump. I support you. I love you all. Peace out. We'll see you tomorrow, 6 p.m. Pacific time. Trump 2020. Four more years.